0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today
1: with Byte. <laughs> A red horse is actually pregnant ladies and
2: little kids. better get the hell out of the way because I am
0: running. I'm just, I'm like Forrest Gump, dude. I am running. Titanic was the biggest ship on the ocean, but that didn't mean it was unsinkable. <laughs> okay.
2: Alright. Right. Right. I want you each to use ombudsman in a sentence next week. Oh, I got one
3: for you. My name is Kevin, the official ombudsman <laughs> of <to> the Test just- Red <laughs> like Podcast.
0: You like apples?
3: Welcome back to another edition of the Just Press Play what Podcast. Up? We have the crew with us, LJ Pops, and Uncle Tony is gracing us with his appearance again. Oh, thank you. What's, What's going on, guys? Let's go. Hello. Hello. <laughs> with- We got some stuff to get into uh, Hard Knocks just got kicked off Uh, Of course they got America's team So we get to watch Uh, It's not like the Cowboys don't get enough attention On national television So They do their own reality TV show uh, also Um, So I'm sure we'll get into that We got some other stuff I do want to You know, last time we talked, we talked a little Olympics and I kind of wanted to put a bow on the Olympic talks with something I don't know if we discussed. It's something I've stumbled across and I want to know if y'all did. Did y'all see a sport that we didn't talk about one of us competing in? was the race walking I don't think did you oh, mention no, that Oh no we didn't mention that I know that's dad's <laughs> Oh sport. my my
2: oh hell yes
3: what is that <laughs> It's it's these people there's a male female one and they they race walking they're walking but there's like strict rules to where like one foot can't leave the ground until the other foot hits the ground and yeah. like the the leg has to stay straight until it, it's crazy what that, the way they do it but I wanted to calculate it out, and I, you know, I didn't do my math ahead of time. But and pops, maybe <laughs> you can help me out with this. So the guy that won it, a Poland guy, David Tamala, he won gold. He ran or er, raced, walked fifty kilometers, which I've calculated out is about thirty-one miles. All right, pops, that's thirty-one miles. He did it I'm in three hours something. and fifty minutes. Can you tell me what that is a, a, a mile? So he did fifty. Wait, he did how many miles in what time? Thirty-one miles in three yeah. hours and fifty minutes. I'm telling you, they race walk faster than I run. Yeah, Shit, that's nine and a half miles an hour. What? That's- so what? What's his pay, so? The, okay, so his mile. What? What is his average mile time? That's what he's going nine and a, a mile half miles. Every, well, nine and a no, half minutes, Yeah, yeah. but uh, <laughs> so each mile is what's... I'm asking, how many minutes? Like eight minute mile, nine minute mile, ten minute mile. Like what's his mile, not his hour? Miles an hour? I, I, just dumb it down for me.
1: How many hours? How many hours is it
3: taken? Three hours and fifty minutes to do thirty one miles. And fifty or fifteen. 50, 50. Oh, oh okay. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. I did wrong. And I'm trying to get his average mile time. That's what like a, a runner average. Like, they like look at their splits on a mile four time. Four and I'm a half. I'm trying to get his mile time. I think he's Three, running like an, seven or five, walking something. like an eight to nine minute mile or maybe yeah, better, which no, is insane.
0: Eight. It's That's about like. Eight. Eight. I'm getting 7.9 I'm, just,
3: I'm just telling you, if you go on the treadmill and you put it for a, the pace of an eight minute mile, <laughs> you ain't walking. You're not walking. I'll tell you that much. Yeah.
2: Right. I'll tell you what, when I go walk, I mean, I walk four miles in one hour. So quick math, that's four miles an hour. Well, and ain't nobody just, passing me. Ain't nobody passing <laughs> this old man that's walking. Now they we'll surround us
0: passing. Can they listen to Rage Against the Machine while they walk? I yeah. mean, they
2: ought to if they want to stick with <laughs> mine. I to. mean, I think they're not
3: allowed to have anything playing because like you know, in the Olympics, you can't have music because they use music to kind of time their their runs out. Yeah. And so that's a performance or uh, it's a PED. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I will say this is the part the there, there's you know as there always is how the sausage is made apparently there's an ugly side of race walking and uh
1: there's not a pretty off, side of
3: it let's be honest <laughs> yeah, well so these guys <laughs> the winner was seen the winner was seen with a sponge and his sponge was used for different uh bathrooms that he had he had, he had diarrhea and he was had a sponge and was cleaning it and just squeezing it. And like it's on picture. It's on video. It is de- disgusting. And he's just like, he's like as he's doing this fast race walk, he's stuffing a sponge down his pants. I'm sorry the, the listener can't see what? what I'm doing here. Stuffing no, a sponge. I'm not, down no, no, sponge. I'm not sorry. And then goes, squeeze, 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 squeeze. to see going. what you're doing? That's insane. Yeah. These people that's are insane. Like, I guess that's what it takes to get a gold medal. I mean, Dedication I
1: to your sport.
2: That's fair. That's fair. I think if I had diarrhea, I don't think I'd compete. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> that's you know. it for me. If I'm a
0: swimmer, I'm in, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm a
0: swimmer, maybe. <laughs> Get that
2: turbo boost. Just... Well, because you know the solution Ooh. is dilution.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm and just...
3: that's the wrap-up on our Olympic <laughs> that's up, the end of the try. podcast. Thank you
1: for listening. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> We'll be here all week to drink, my lord. Get out of here!
4: Uh, <laughs> hi there, this is Brother Andrew again, um, yeah. and I just I wanted to call in and and talk to you a little bit about what we was talking about the other week um, with Spotify Green Room. Spotify Green Room. Spotify Green Room. Yeah. yeah. I. You know, I was musing around in my mentals while I was sitting on the toilet last night, and of I just. I was thinking what a what a beautiful what a beautiful application right. that that truly is. Yeah. Um it it takes all of the the good things of of podcasting. Right. Um and leaves all of the 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 nonsense behind. And yep. here's how. Okay. It's live. Oh it is completely live. Yeah. So you got you got people up sitting on Spotify Green Room talking about live events together. Yeah. In real time. That's true. It's like, it's, if you have a, if, if you have a Twitter, I don't have a Twitter. Right. But if you have a Twitter, I imagine it'd be a lot like live tweeting something from what I've heard. Right. But with, uh, just in, just, just, just in audio form. Right. Yeah. Pardon me. Sorry. (laughs) No, it's Uh, okay.
0: It's okay. It's fine.
4: So I was thinking maybe we could, maybe you could tell me a little bit about how I go about getting, getting on something
0: like that. Okay. So, so my understanding, I learned this last uh, week, I think, but uh, you get like, you get on your Google play store or your Apple, what's the Apple store? It's the app store, right? Um, so well, you, yeah. So you get on that and then you search up Spotify green room and then you just, Spotify Greenroom. you just download it from there. That's all you have and to it's do. Free. And it's free and it's, I mean, it's live, it's audio. I mean, it's good. It's uh there's, Sports fans, insiders, athletes, executives, all of them are there. I mean, every single one of them.
4: These executives on this thing?
0: There are tons of executives on this thing, yeah.
4: Here's what I'm – because I've been looking for a job, okay. and I imagine you might could get into there and talk to someone. Maybe they take taking applications. All I'm saying is – there's a wide variety of people on this thing that it seems like you can talk to about pretty much anything.
0: Yeah. And I actually Um, think that's a good idea. If you put in like an application somewhere, see if an executive from that company is on Spotify green room, and then you can reach out to somebody on Spotify green room and ask questions. Just check on that application. Right. Just to,
4: just to do, just to do simple business. Right. It's really all (laughs) it comes down to. Right. Um, and so I just, I don't know, man, I was just, I was thinking about it and I really do think it's, it's the wave of the future. Spotify green room. Spotify room. Get lost in
0: the ears. <laughs> Muse <in> your mentals.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, and now we got we got to talk a little a little hard knock. So as as the people are listening, to this they're probably gearing up to hear to watch uh, episode two, or maybe you just did. This will come out a little before episode two, but episode one just aired the other day. Um, Pops, I know you. Um, Maybe begrudgingly so, but you root for the Dallas Cowboys. what you think about uh about Hard Knocks episode one?
2: Well, I just think if Mike McCartney McCarthy wasn't so overweight, I would like him better. Did you? <laughs>
3: did you? He did did not you hear that idiotic well. thing Skip
2: Bayless Skip Bayless said?
3: No. What? Yeah. Well, what? everything Skip Bayless. Well, you could have just anything yeah, Skip says is probably too.
2: that. Well, and actually, yeah. I mean, I'm getting a little off topic, but he he just said he he wasn't really horrible about it, but boy, people are jumping all over him. I mean, it tickles me because I'm Skip Bayless is low, low. Oh, we're low huge on fans list. on this
0: show. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, so uh, in, in that. The- The reason that clip went real viral was not his terrible take on McCarthy, which was basically he's a bad coach because he's fat, but also (laughs) like Jenny Taft, who is the 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 woman anchor who's kind of in between him and Shannon. She like bounces like hits back like there's I don't think you can judge a coach on how big they are. I've seen big coaches win like it. it And he's a pretty big boy. Well, (laughs) and and he's got Lombardi. (laughs) But Skip tries to like he tries to pull a, a move where he just shuts her up, and he's just like, "Okay, thanks for your opinion. That's not what you're here for." And she like she doesn't let it go though. Jenny Tapp was like, um, "I'm on the desk. I can talk when I'm ready to talk, and I have time right now. I'm talking." I mean, hey, and, and you God. must be and an, an idiot if killing. I'm willing
0: to take Stephen A. Smith over you, and I would over Skip Bayless straight up. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Skip's terrible. But, but one and other
0: he- one other thing I wanted to
2: say about. Uh, About Knox. Skip or
3: Hard Knocks? No, Hard Knocks. <laughs> okay. a guy that's, I was thinking a, we need to move on
1: from. Yeah, that. We us. don't even
2: owe him that much time. Um, a guy that really stood out to me was that uh, Parsons guy, that linebacker. Um, oh, my He God. looks like a character, and he looks like he is really talented.
3: Um, you know what I love? I love the moment where you can tell, and you know the Hard Knocks cameras caught it, but the moment like all the other NFLers realize, like, oh, shit. He's like fast, fast. Like he's, he's first round fast. Like you can tell there's, there's fast guys. And then you hear guys going, damn 11's fast. He's moving.
2: Yeah. 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 I'm excited about him manning that.
3: What about, what about linebackers where I I don't know. I I will like it. It's just, my brain hasn't figured out yet. like the linebackers in single digits and 11s. I'll get there. I like it. I think it'll be cool. Eventually. It just, my brain's not ready for that yet.
0: I love it. I'm in, let's go.
1: I'm, I'm waiting for that statistic that some goofball out there is going to say, well, you know, there was 35% greater interceptions this year because the quarterbacks weren't able to discern between the well, just, wide yeah. receivers and linebackers because of the single digits. Uh, the jerseys <laughs> are usually different. I mean, I think yeah, fire
0: that quarterback for sure. No, it
1: don't matter.
3: You know, one thing – on Hard Knocks, where I I, I liked we we kind of got to peel back the curtain where Dak Prescott doesn't really talk a whole lot. They kind of let like we kind of learned a little more about Dak, and he seems like a super likable dude, which I already thought he was. But my, do we have to start with the ankle sideways? Like we we saw the replay a yeah. hundred times. Yeah, I couldn't have just talked about it and not showed the replay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I
1: yeah. It's I good. didn't watch. I turned away. Yeah, it's good did television though. It's good television. Yeah. What did
3: you think, Tony? Which was something you thought about the episode? Just- uh,
1: you know, I, I didn't get to see the all the way through. I, the two things I take away is, you know, I it's, uh, it's been my opinion. It's all. It's not. It's almost always a bad thing to be on Hard Knocks, and uh, because you're you're always either getting some inflated opinion about your team or a negative opinion about not somebody. Not the, cow- yeah, <laughs> not the Cowboys. Not the cowboys Yeah, of course not the Cowboys. But so I always hate seeing him and, and you, there's all these questions that come out of hard knocks and, and but I would say this, Zeke Elliott looks good. So um uh that's a good thing. I mean, he 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 looks in shape. So He and uh, Dak, yeah, he, he and Dak both look in shape. They look yeah. it
3: didn't look like yeah. Zeke's had a, a, a situation where he's coming he's kinda of done the thing where I'm gonna play my way play my way into shape and he yeah. looked he looked to me, and and the and which this is on hard knock, so they can make anybody. I feel like they HBO has a way of making who they want look good and look bad sometimes. And and Zeke yeah. did look good though. He looked athletic. Yeah. He looked fit. Um, uh, he he doesn't look like he can wrap a, a birthday present. Which at twenty six, <laughs> he's never wrapped a present before. That's <laughs> kind of wild to me.
0: <laughs>
3: I don't wrap a present good, but I've wrapped one before
0: twenty six. I feel that like. was the worst yeah. wrapping of any present I've ever seen. Ever,
1: um, ever. I mean. All have- <laughs> It's y'all incredible. must have not ever seen me rap a present. So, <laughs> you, you, you have got it, to do
0: it better than Ezekiel Elliott. I guarantee I mean, I am not.
1: I did a little stand at the
0: mall,
2: you know, at the gift wrapping store at the mall. Too, yeah. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> oh, <laughs> see, I'm,
0: more, I'm more on
1: Tony's side Wait.
3: where I mean, I'm not rapping a gift. I present. professionally, I y'all, gifts. y'all were paid to yeah. rap.
1: <laughs> yeah. Could I follow up with that for a second? So, Liv, oh, please. When so you were a professional gift wrapper. Did you have to wear an elf costume?
2: No, no. And professional is probably a strong uh, term. <laughs> um, it was like it was for some charity or something, you know, okay. and it was for donations only. So, I mean, so literally I did get paid for wrapping presents, which does make me
1: a professional. A professional. Yeah. yeah, that's the definition. Uh, so <laughs> that's good to know. That's uh, good to know.
0: Rapping presents is where I learned about giraffe fights. So it will always be an important part of my life. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: yeah, okay. two, i don't understand i, I mean i guess you're watching youtube but this I was like the, yeah how this was when youtube together. became like a
0: thing you could watch on your phones was when i was doing this and some guy said you got to check this shit out and showed me a and draft. For all the
3: listeners all the listeners out there if you're like what the hell is lj talking about just youtube giraffe fights and you'll probably sit there for at least six or seven minutes and
0: just be amazed yeah it's incredible it's incredible
3: um. So, LJ, you're the you're the lone one here that's not a Cowboys fan. What did you think about America's team getting thrown on the on the HBO cameras so, for an hour? So, a week? my
0: biggest takeaway is I I really resonated with that backup lineman that wanted to taste that cake. I bet that cake yes. was really
4: good. Yes. <laughs>
3: so they throw that cake and that lineman out of breath. I love it.
0: He's out of breath. He's like, I want, try, I want to try the cake. <laughs> I want to try the cake. <laughs> the seagulls get to eat it. The doesn't.
3: The most relatable <laughs> moment of the entire episode. Because yeah. I'm sitting here at my house going, that cake like damn good. Yeah. looks like a lemon cake. These yeah. are
0: millionaires. I bet that was like an $800 cake. Like, honestly. Right? So, uh, I bet that was I wonder a good if i
3: had a moment when that cake was there. Like, Dak looked like he was getting ready to throw the cake. And as the episode showed, he had some so- shoulder issues. I wonder if someone's <laughs> sitting there like, Dak, don't throw it. Dak, Don't throw it. <laughs> don't throw it. Don't throw it. Don't throw it. <laughs> Um, he hasn't thrown a ball all day but then he throws a cake or something that'd be hilarious i also
0: as a as someone who's recently gotten into bike riding i loved seeing all of them riding bikes and it looked a lot cooler than i probably do but uh, <laughs> uh that was cool to see but like so i'll d- oh, go ahead well they need to adjust their seats don't <laughs> they, they i mean they're, they're so all like of- <laughs> good god adjust your seat
2: <laughs> for god's sake it's like a little kid riding a bike <laughs> or something Or <laughs> ridiculous
0: Yeah. Uh, But I think the big thing I took away from it, honestly, from like a like a football standpoint is I actually so McCarthy was trying to get uh, Dak off the field to like go get, uh, you know, screened and tested and and then start doing the therapy or whatever. But it looked like to me that the Cowboys actually have like both Dak and Zeke are like there as like true leaders. And before Dak left the field, he let Zeke know like, hey, I'm going off. Make sure they keep working. I, I just think yeah. that's really good for the Cowboys. I I I don't expect the Cowboys to be you know the end all be all any year, but uh, you know that's that's a good sign. That's a good sign for their future and a good sign for this year, honestly. So
3: I don't, I've kind of I've, you know you hear about this and and you see things, but Dak does to me look like a real a real leader. Like yeah. there was times where he didn't like like I I like I, I'm not I'm with the coaches and maybe. They, he is hurt, but it's a shoulder thing. It wasn't what they were taking him out for. But I get why they were trying to limit his reps. But I like my guy to be like, I'll tell you when I'm ready to come out. I'd rather my guy want to play all the time. Like if, if you're yeah. ready to come out, then you're probably not all uh, Tom Brady's yeah. not asking to come out. I know LJ loves anytime we can mention <laughs> Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger. So let's go. All back. Oh, Dak will drop an F bomb for sure, won't he? Speaking of F bombs, Dan Quinn, does Dan he know how Quinn, to get a dude. sentence
0: out without an F bomb?
1: <laughs> I like that. I do like that.
0: I mean, for a DC, that's what you expect, though. That's, that's, yeah, true. that's not, attitude. you don't end up on the offensive side of the ball without dropping F bombs. So,
1: attitude. Or with dropping
0: uh, F bombs.
3: You know, my biggest takeaway from from the episode, I think, was one. This is this one's not a takeaway because we all knew this. It's got to be a no, annoying coaching with Jerry Jones as your owner because <laughs> there was that one press conference where you could they kind of you could see on Michael McCarthy's face he's like, "Why am I even here?" Because Jerry was just like getting ready to go to the tears about how bad he wants to win and just being Jerry. But then, what real, my biggest takeaway was jerry the salt he had he was eating like a a sausage biscuit from mcdonald's and just loaded that bad boy with salt jerry he's not a young guy what's the sodium level looking he's not even at the
0: meetings for covid risk but he's he's gonna have that sodium boy
3: it's one thing when you're at the house and something needs a little salt It, it looked i'm pretty sure it was either like a mcgriddle or a sausage biscuit from from uh McDonald's and I'm just telling you, McDonald's has plenty of sodium already. In there. <laughs> now they so will say that they don't need more that salt. That did not look
0: like a McDonald's product. That is something like Oxnard, like artisanal breakfast pancake sandwich. <laughs> well, then maybe maybe he has some. I thought it looked like a McDonald's biscuit. You didn't see that big old like, M printed on that pancake, did you? No, it was <laughs> which, like a Panera would,
3: bread or something <laughs> like
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, protein, Very you know? Wrong.
3: This is the callback here, but it wouldn't be a McGriddle,
0: correct? If oh, was, you're right. That would McGriddle? be a McGriddle's. I'm sorry. McGriddle. I'm sorry because for all the grammar people out there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I think,
3: but I, I kind of, you know, didn't care that much for the. The the mojo moment, like the Austin Powers like thing. Like it's like it's now, I will hard. say, can yeah.
0: I say I think that's a cool idea to like say, like, hey, we're gonna be in a game situation, you're not gonna be able to plan yes it. I think that's totally cool. I think like making it like, oh, well, we're referencing a movie, look how quirky we are. That was kind of dumb. Uh that was like I felt like that was extra for the hard knocks. Yeah, it was Mike McCarthy showing like- his like his comedy cred, I guess. uh which is fine. But I did <laughs> like the concept. I like the
1: comedy too. Okay, I'm with you. He's he's no Louis Anderson. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of, uh, I do have I have I do have one
3: follow up. McCarthy thought it was funny. You remember, like he got hired because he he like his year off when he was fired. He talked about how. He he like really tried to learn analytics and he did the thing where yeah. all of us do where he said like yeah I'm fluent in Excel I don't even know if he knows how to open Excel <laughs> but he's at one point talking about uh, Dak Prescott at the at the beginning he goes when you sit him out his numbers at 548 <laughs> I don't know what his number what that number record, but he just but he said it like four times because I think he just thinks it makes him yeah, sound smart. he's like his number yeah. he's at 548 we got it's time for him to go how do we let him get to 548
0: So he's trained, shout out he's to trained Mike. in Excel so you know, trust him. Um,
3: before, at wrapping up with Hard Knocks, I kind of wanted to have a little bit of football talk, just because we didn't, we weren't, we didn't record. I guess this happened Sunday, but uh, did y'all catch any of the Hall of Fame stuff?
1: You know, I caught I
3: just caught Peyton Manning's speech, and it, 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 you would be surprised. Peyton Manning really good with the mic in front of him. He was funny. He was smart. It was he, he had some some touching moments with him and his dad. It was really cool, and, and I. I like seeing some of that uh, Hall of Fame stuff.
1: Yeah, I missed the Hall of Fame. I was engaged on something else, so I did miss the Hall of Fame ceremony. But uh, I'll I'll make sure I YouTube it because there's, there's always some good blubbering going on on that from people you don't expect. So I'll, I'll make sure to, to tune in for it.
3: Manning's was good. And then I started thinking, I, I Googled up to see what was coming up next year. And... There's some notable first-time eligible uh, players coming up, and I wanted to get your guys' take if you think any or all or or of which of these would, okay. would be elected on their first time. So we have right. we have first-time eligibles in 2022: Demarcus Ware, Steve Smith Sr., Andre Johnson, Robert Mathis, and Quan Bolden, Vince Wilfork, and one that is one of the more interesting ones to me, Devin Hester. Does any of those pops, does any of those like right away you go, that's a that's a first ballot?
2: Well, I don't for some reason when you said Anquan Bolden, that was the kind of one of the names that stood out to me. And I'm not exactly sure why. Yeah, I really liked him. I thought he was a very good receiver, but I mean, but that's reaching. No, nobody just jumped out as a sure fire first ballot hall of famer out of that group
3: lj i want to ask you first is this just my bias hitting me there's to to me demarcus where i could see it
0: yeah i mean i think i don't know that i don't know i don't think i'd put him first ballot i think i put devin hester over him honestly i think oh yeah well devin hester's an interesting
3: one because i don't think he's a better he's not a better like football player than those guys but he is the best returner I think we've ever seen well, There were seen. 10 like years it's, it's, where
0: football changed because Devin Hester existed. That's a fact.
3: I think Yeah. So but does he get skewed because he wasn't a good receiver? He wasn't a good quarterback? I don't care. If I'm no. a voter, if
0: I'm I, a voter, I don't care at all.
1: I I think Devin I think Hester's I Yeah, I think Devin Hester's a first ballot. Uh because of that. I mean, he set he has set numerous NFL records. And so That's fair. Uh, yeah, so I I think you see him as a first ballot. And what, Vince Wilfork's probably a first.
0: Ballot. I think the question that gets asked a lot, and I think Vince Wilfork Vince Wilfert falls into this, is uh, how many years were you the best at your position?
3: Um, well, that's why I thought Demarcus Ware had a shot. And Demarcus was, Ware like, is up there. but I think where- like
0: a lot of his career, he was he was also like uh, when he was most successful, he was shadowed by Von Miller. Yeah um and with the cowboys he was the man uh most successful meaning super bowl winner
3: okay yeah, yes 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 well it's a lot of okay <laughs> that'll make a difference that's a difference super bowl maker
0: winner. Um he yeah. didn't
3: host a, tro- a lombardi trophy at dallas because he was at dallas so
0: yeah. he, he went to a, he went <laughs> we to a competent Branches. But uh, but no, I mean Von Miller. Or, I'm sorry. Let's talk about Von Miller. uh Demarcus, <laughs> no. where? how did we get here? Demarcus Ware is this, definitely like he he's on the list, Drew and Lock. I wouldn't be shocked yet. Drew Locke is a Hall of Famer. Wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> um But uh no, I think uh, I think Demarcus Ware is probably uh, he he's he's a Hall of Famer in my book. I don't think there's a lot of question for me. But first ballot's tough. I um, mean, it depends on who's still. Steve on the list.
3: Smith was interesting to Steve me. Smith, I mean, Steve Smith. Smith uh, had some years where
0: was he ever the best receiver playing? And then you also compare. Him to who'd you say david johnson and quan bolden i think
1: andre, John- andre johnson Andre Johnson. sorry
0: uh, wrong name uh but both of these people i think were more successful than steve smith in most of steve smith's career um,
3: i think steve smith probably gets in because he was kind of because the story of him being the the shorter receiver but he was still the go up and get it and also the tough guy on teams oh he was the yak yeah guy, uh, right so i think he gets it eventually but you're right lj i, I think to be a hall of Famer, especially to be a first ballot hall of famer there needs to be an extended period of time where you were the best, like Aaron Donald is right now, like the yeah. best at your position.
0: And so, and so, Will Forks on that list? Right? Will Forks wasn't. definitely on that I, list. Well, yeah. Will Forks interesting Will Fork. a
3: little bit because he was at that position where he doesn't really gain stats, like he doesn't get a lot of stats, but he was vital to those Patriots teams. That
0: that obviously every team we would have given up any a amount of money to have Vince Wilfork. I think that's yeah.
1: A yeah. I mean, think you know it's funny that Wolfwerk and Hester are in this uh, class together because both just of them just
0: because their sizes
3: because <laughs> Wolferk, they're <laughs> different. Yeah,
1: Devin Hester, yeah, the two it's
0: extremes of the human physique. Jack's,
1: Jack Spratt and his wife, but um, they uh, <laughs> they um, were not necessarily a, these big stat machines, right? Like Wolford never led the league in tackles or anything like that, but. They changed the game of football. Yeah. Yeah. Wolfark really changed the game to three to a three four defense because yeah. of his ability to cover the gaps in the middle. and He changed the game. Hester's ability to uh, uh, on special teams changed the game, uh, m- much like Billy White Shoes Johnson, but even even better. So um, uh, I, I, I that's why I think they're first ballot guys. And the other ones, you you got to make them stand out. It's like you know. Kurt Warner didn't have a really long career. He didn't set a bunch of uh, you know career records, but he had two phenomenal years, and uh, and he's a Hall of Famer. I, I can't remember if he's first ballot or not. I, I think Kurt Warner's I first, think ballot, first ballot. First ballot. Yeah. I think he
3: got but there. Yeah, that that Rams year darling, was
0: just really helps him out.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. It does. yeah, yeah, and, and, you know. Anytime you're bagging groceries before you get an NFL job, you're going to get a hall. You got a good story. Thing. That's yeah. Went to Super Bowl with two teams. Yeah, yeah. So, but but I don't see that kind of story in any of the other guys. I mean, Andre Johnson and Quan Bolden were really good receivers, but they weren't that big. Steve Smith is yeah. probably going to be the closest, but again, uh, can I throw out? He was, was
0: Pro D. Several word.
1: times. He was an All Pro several times. I, I, I will say that. He, I'm a, I, four or five or six All-Pro Seasons, probably. Yeah, probably. I'm going to
0: throw out a pro d Ware argument, though. Edge Rushers Please. were not a
1: thing before he
0: was a Cowboy, really, right? No. Nah.
1: Not in the same they way D-Wear were, was. He, I Charles mean, Haley. Okay, I, they existed. I think they were. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, they were. They were, And DeMarcus Ware was probably the first, like, specimen of, <laughs>
3: you know, I think, I do think if you go back and look, you'll be, I, I, don't, I don't have the stats pulled up in front of him, but if you go back and look, I think you'd be surprised at 10 years of every single. He just was one of those where he never had a year where either it was bad or hurt. Yeah. Like he had 10 years where he was, if not first in sacks, like right there in the top yeah. three, probably yeah. 15. he probably twice. is. I bet he's, I, I would bet all time sacks leaders, is. he's probably.
0: Top I think I think he changed the amount of time quarterbacks have to drop back now. I think that's D-Ware's fault. Uh yeah, I like yeah. I like Tony's uh what
3: Tony was saying where guys who kind of changed something, we're like Vince Wilfork. We all thought the 3-4 uh defense was you got to get a, a Lawrence Taylor, you got to get somebody <laughs> on the edge and then you realize oh, also that guy in the middle that can clog up three human beings yeah. is pretty damn important. Yeah. And if you have that, the uh, the edge guys will be fine. And then Devin Hester, people are now drafting return guys in the third round, trying yeah. on them because yeah. they anybody you're just trying to hit a Devin Hester. So, you so know, somebody just,
2: speaking of Wolford, Albert Haynesworth could have been that kind of guy. I mean, I think he had, the, and, and he just blew it. I mean, he,
1: I mean, that, he flat, what a
2: waste of talent.
1: Yeah. Anyway. yeah. anyway. Anyway. Way to come out of left field for that lift. Good job. That's
2: right. <laughs> well, I agree. I, I think I agree. I'm, re- I'm changing my mind. I think y'all. I think now Hester and Wolfork maybe because I think you're I think though, that y'all have kind of hit a key. They kind of changed things a little bit. And they changed were the something. best at their position for a period yeah. of time for sure.
1: This, and, yeah, this uh-huh. may be the year that a lot of second, third year, fourth year guys get in. Because I just I, there was
3: something watching. There was something watching those those Hester especially at the Bears. Usually, you know, punts is when you go to the bathroom or something. Yeah. Devin Hester at the, yeah. when he was that was like must see TV like not even I, if he didn't turn it like how are they going to do it are they going to kick to him are they going to kick straight out of bounds like what it was musty oh, he television. ruined
0: the the ability to pee during the Super Bowl that one year for me because it's yeah. like you can't miss the commercials you can't miss the football you can miss the kickoffs and the punts until he returned the first kickoff nope. so
1: <laughs> I'm a, people may not and, care about this and I know this is not the reason he's going to get in the Hall of Fame but Devin Hester was the first defensive player ever drafted in the Razorback Fantasy Football League because you drafted <laughs> a Chicago defense they might to get double points that, yeah. for his return, and then you drafted him to get the double points for his return. And it, as and Devin Hester scored like 10, 12 times that year. Dude, it was a winner. Yeah, it was worth it. It was a winner. So I think they might Paul cite Famer that in this case. Actually, yeah.
0: <laughs> they, they <They're>, probably will.
1: Sound <laughs> still delivered.
3: If that, uh, it's already done. That's a done deal. And not keep. I keep can't your move, phone on Tony. <laughs> I, I can't uh, not talk about returns. Just, I, just for LJ's sake, I do want to just oh, mention no. return man Dante. No, Hall, shut all, down. Down. It, just, all the times he did da- it. All the times he did it. Specifically, the one. The, the oh, no no go go, go, go one. Eighty
0: four. <laughs> No, hey, uh, I still have nightmares about our, Dante Hall.
3: <laughs> we have much more coming, including our winners and losers. But first, a word from our sponsors.
4: Pew, pew, pew. It's a way for us all to be able. It's kind of like you remember party lines back in the 1980s. I know. remember back in the 1980s <laughs> when they had them party lines? And you you call in and there's everybody sitting around in their different houses, but they're on the telephone they're talking to one another. Yeah. It it kind of seems like it'd be a lot like that, like a global um, party line, almost kind of like a global party line, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, and it's done through Spotify, which you know, I, you yeah, know.
0: yeah, I know. But I they've know. been around.
4: They've been around for quite some time now. You yeah. know, them they have quality music on there. They ain't got any Garth. Um, I'm still a little upset about that. Are they still but, not you know, have Garth. Just, no he won't do it I, <laughs> but that's you know that's what, neither here nor there that's a that's a listen, spotify and garth problem not spotify that is that, is that <laughs> is not my that is not my doing but i tell you this much let's say maybe maybe there's a record executive sitting up there on the spotify green room yeah you get in there and ask about that application and ask when are we going to get some garth on the damn spotify
0: i think that's a great idea i'm just idea. saying
4: yeah there's a there's a multitude of things in which we could do yeah. with this thing yeah um and you know hell I might I might jump on there you might be able to find me on Spotify green room at some point on maybe a Thursday would well, you heard in it here first the next the next couple of weeks hell I don't know maybe maybe you never can tell you never can I've never been able to and you never will be able to so <laughs> I would just i just wanted to to call in and and say you know i you guys are doing the lord's work with this spotify <laughs> green room and uh and i sure i sure the shit do feel uh the lord in this chili
0: <laughs> okay good thank you thank you spotify green room
4: spotify room in the
0: ears. Musing <laughs> your mentals
3: All right, now winners and losers. Does anyone off the bat? I know we don't all have winners and losers. How about this? I got a winner, and it is LJ's boy, Bills Mafia, Josh Allen signing a six-year, two hundred and fifty-eight million dollar deal, go. <laughs> becoming the second highest paid plate, highest paid player ever, behind, of course, Patrick Mahomes most ever guaranteed because he's technically getting a little more guaranteed than Mahomes, even though Mahomes will get there. Uh, that's oh, a lot one. of money for a guy who had an awesome year and seems to be on the road. But, I mean, it, he is someone who's a little erratic. There was a year where Josh Allen wasn't that good just in our near past. Uh, what do you think about that big contract, Pops?
2: Well, I, I think you, you're. what I'm thinking is you're talking about he's had one really solid year. I, I, I mean,
3: MVP-level year. Yes,
2: and, then, and and I do think he's – that good. I mean, I'm, I think I'm convinced that it, it I think it probably was the right thing. Obviously
3: I, Buffalo is. I'd
2: like to see, well, and Buffalo needs to tie people up. I mean, cause you know, Buffalo's not a destination. I don't think in, in the NFL. I think you
3: get there and you do kind of like the environment, but sure. yeah, at some point when LA calls or, or, you know, a city where it's not snowing half your season, you kind of go, huh. So I, I,
2: I see what you're saying. So, but I think, I think I'm going to say, Good job Buffalo lock him up I think I think he is going to be a hell of a quarterback for many years so so
0: I I'd say Good job.
3: Yeah. LG, I think your opinion, you're you're all aboard, right? Well, I mean, uh, I
0: think we called uh, Patrick Mahomes a once-in-a-generation talent after two good games, so let's, uh, <laughs> let's right. freaking go. And then um, I will say the other thing I'm thinking is that I, if I had to be a disposable, foldable table anywhere, I would not want to be made in Buffalo because you're about to go over for the next six years. they about, about to, to win some through. games.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, Tony, I, I think I'm maybe the only one a little skeptical. Tony, you're on board. Yeah,
1: I, I think uh, on this podcast several months ago, we had that argument. If you had to start a franchise, would you start with Josh Allen or Kyler Murray? And I was all over Josh Allen, and I'm still all over That's Josh true. Allen. Yeah. Because, and as of right I, now,
3: I look wrong on that. I
1: was Kyler Murray, and I, I, and I now, look wrong.
3: I'm just, I'm still if waiting.
1: Now, when you <laughs> ask me about my fantasy football forecast, I may have something <laughs> different yeah. this particular year, but. Uh, I, I think it was a good contract, locking him up. He he showed last year that he's he's ready to take the reins good as a good deal.
3: So I what's interesting to me about that is so like a lot of times we look at money per year and we just go, okay, Mahomes is making he's signed like a 10-year, which is odd for NFL kind 10-year, $450 million deal. So he's getting forty-five million a year, Allen's getting forty-three. Dak was somewhere below them, I think forty million, forty-one million, somewhere right around there. Uh but I think what's more important if you're the player or team, I guess, but the years of the contract. I, I'm i looking at it now, and I think the Bills and the Chiefs especially got a steal by signing these guys to as long of a deal as they did because I'm looking at some other deals. Just four years ago, Matt Ryan signed a deal where everyone was like, oh my gosh, they're going to pay him that much money, and it was $30 million a year. That is a bargain yeah. now. He's now yeah. the 10th highest paid quarterback behind guys like – Wentz, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, Dak, Josh Allen, and Mahomes. So i I think Dak has the best contract of all of them at forty million dollars because he's gonna in four years. You would think he's still in his prime. He's gonna get another bite of the apple, which you would think is gonna be a much bigger apple. Where Mahomes in ten years maybe. I mean, we're looking at Brady. Brady's obviously laid the blueprint 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 that he can still be an MVP level quarterback <laughs> in 10 years but I don't know I, I just think it's interesting I would be I would if you're an NFL team I would think you're more happy to sign those long-term deals but then again the Rams are thinking thinking the heaven above that they didn't sign Jared Goff to a 10-year deal <laughs> so I don't know I, that's that's interesting to me Well it's the, always the a years gamble
0: on too, because you, you, you also look at like NFL viewership has dropped over the last couple of years and stuff like that. Like who knows how big of the pie is gonna be in yeah. the salary cap. Um we've talked about a lot about how the salary cap could be affected yeah. by the yeah. pandemic season. And so, you know, these things you you can't know for sure whether or not you've made a good deal until it's done, just like when you're betting.
3: True. You know? When they signed the Wentz deal, I thought good deal. And yeah. obviously that doesn't look like it now when they're paying thirty million dollars in dead money. So it it just goes to I think the Bills are doing a smart thing, and this is something the Bills have done in in his, in their recent past is they like to sign a guy up before the contract resets or yeah, before the market resets. And right now the market for one of the best quarterbacks is somewhere between forty and forty five million. I if, if things go where they're going in two years, it's going to be fifty five to sixty million. So go ahead yeah. and lock up if you yeah. think Josh Allen's that guy. Lock them up, and clearly they do. And and I I like the Bills. I like Josh Allen. I'm happy for the dude. I think it's gonna be cool. So
1: yeah, let me let me throw some economics knowledge on you.
3: Oh please, please. I can always use a little economics knowledge.
1: Any business is gonna tell you if you know uh, if you know prices are rising, the longer you're allowed to finance a purchase, you do it. And so any of these, uh, all you've got to do is look, and it's in any sport. I mean, you know, 15 years ago we thought. Alex Rodriguez signed it for 10 years for 150 million was ridiculous. And now look at I mean Steph Curry, what what was that number? Two hundred and forty uh, million That's crazy. Something? Well, so, I
3: know Luca Doncic just signed a $210 million. No, deal, man, that's so a,
1: so it, it the longer you can the longer you can finance that out, the better. And I think the bill, that's that's where the what the Chiefs did and the Bills getting in there and grabbing it and 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 getting your Knowing what your risk is and being able to finance that out and insure it, that that's the deal. So interesting you say that,
3: Tony, because this is someone you'll definitely know about. Uh, the Baltimore Orioles tried this with Chris Davis, who just retired. They signed him in 2016 to a seven-year, 161 million dollar deal, yeah. and now he's had a bunch of injuries since, and he's retired. And now yeah. he's on the Bobby Bonilla deal. He's gonna get he's gonna get deferred money. Spot Track says he's gonna get. Forty two million dollars, but the way it'll work is he'll get three point five million dollar payments every year until twenty thirty two, and then a one point four million dollar a year until twenty thirty seven. So my man's cashing million dollar checks. Where do I sign up for that? Is there like a Well, I think you have to be able to hit fifty three homers in a season. If you can do that, you'll get
0: close. Okay. I'll start That's working old, on that now. In an MLB yeah.
3: season. In an MLB season. Not just That's like old, not like yeah. little league. Not, yeah. I'll, I'll, not I'll start working on ball.
0: it. I'll start working on it today. <laughs> LJ's yeah. gonna
3: be out there in the little league game yeah. smash. Yeah. Yeah. Well, ball well, you gotta start <laughs> somewhere.
1: You gotta start somewhere. I'm gonna get there. Yeah. LJ, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to clean up that facial here, but I think he passed. Um <laughs> so I, I'll say this about They thought they were was, locking
3: up a long-term investment, Tony. Well, yeah,
1: <laughs> they did. And sometimes you buy Walmart, sometimes you buy Kmart. And, uh, <laughs> you just got to understand some t- it happens. But uh, Chris Davis had probably the luckiest season other than one other athlete that I'm uh, aware of, and that's Rob Johnson. Rob Johnson had one good playoff game back in the – was it the 90s lift? Or, the, Rob Johnson with the Bills, had, he won a playoff game – Threw for 300-something yards, just looked like the next coming of Steve Young, and then snuck it up. But he got like a is, six, so- seven-year contract for $40, 50000000 off of one game. That's one guy who parlayed that game into uh, – hell, I hope he's living in Costa Rica. Somewhere. So who
2: was that guy at Green Bay, Tony, Matt uh- – Recently, oh, something. Uh, Matt Flynn was it Flynn? Flynn?
3: Flynn. Was it Matt Flynn? Matt, Matt Yeah, he, he played one, that one, one game, game. Yeah. when when they yeah. rested Aaron Rodgers and he threw for like yeah. six touchdowns. And then the Seattle Seahawks signed him to like a huge
1: deal. And the next year, Russell Wilson beat him
3: out yeah. as like a fourth yeah. round
1: pick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's very similar. But I I don't think per cap a uh, uh, per minute per per dollar. I still think Rob Johnson that, that one game said, but it's very similar. Chris Davis. That was someone didn't do their homework, and I can tell you there are several front office people in Baltimore that no longer have jobs because yeah. Of that well, contract. when that
3: happens, usually usually some people yeah. lose jobs. It's trouble <laughs> with the curve, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, did you have any winners, or do we want to move on to losers?
1: No, I do. You have one, I have right, my winners, and uh, I have a winner, and then you get the loser. I'll come around. Okay, Wimmer, My winner is. Uh, I hope I'm saying this right, Davenport, Iowa, because. Oh, I just brought it up. Good there call. is good the call. Field of Dreams game tonight, and I saw a little bit of it. It's Aaron, yeah. It's Aaron now. As we I are am, recording. I am sure it's going to be back on. I got to see the opening, and I got to tell you, boys, I teared up a little bit. Did you see Tony? Uh,
3: did you see? I'm sorry to interrupt, but did you see where they had? They, I think I guess it was it was Kevin Costner, and they had that like, camera angle, yeah. and the Yankees player came out from the corn, and it looked like yeah. the movie. Oh, Wait, it looks so cool, guys, about. Okay,
0: for the idiot in the crowd, I'm that guy. What is happening? This sounds amazing. Sony, so, explain okay. to me.
1: So this this year, uh, Major League Baseball went to Davenport, Iowa, where the Field of Dreams yeah. movie set is built, and they built a a whole Major League Baseball field right next to the movie set. Did in the corn? corn in the in the corn? If you build it, it will come, and they put stands up and everything, and so. Wearing Chica- old school jerseys. Chicago White Sox and New York Yankees, uh, they're on a travel day. Thursdays are normal travel days. And so they are playing a game, a, a real game. It counts. in stand- it, It's not an exhibition. It's a real game. White Sox and Yankees, they're in their old school Yankee oh, uniforms, the so old school cool. Sox uniforms. And I'm just telling you, it, if you haven't seen it, it, if for some reason when you hear this podcast you haven't seen the opening, I'm just telling you, if you've seen the movie, you you like baseball, you gotta watch this opening. Because wow. at first I thought this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And all of a sudden then like, you get a little touched. I'm like, wow, is this not awesome or what? So this it's is one of those where you're where like, are. This is
3: stupid, and then you're like, Who's cutting yeah. onions
1: in here? This is yeah. kind of awesome. I'm Who's ready to road, road trip and pick up
0: James Earl Jones. Let's go.
1: Well, if they could get James. But anyway, uh, it, it, it's, it was amazing. And that town and that, that that field has been built there. They'll probably play there again, uh, but they've got an excellent facility there. So, they're big winners. And, and hopefully, America and, and, and Major League Baseball is big winners too. Because I've got it recording, so I, I'll, I'll probably go back and watch the game. Although, I'm, I'm definitely not a fan of either one of those teams, but I will definitely watch the game. Cool. I imagine that's a new summer tradition. How cool. We'll see. Totally i super we'll cool. See. It yeah. is. It's it. I'm just for this first time. I'm just telling you, if, if if you haven't seen it, go back, watch the YouTube, or I'm sure MLB Network or, or ESPN. I'm imagining, will, Tony, it's going to be on Friday whatever.
3: morning. Like we're recording this Thursday night on Friday, or, or yeah. is it thir- yeah, Thursday night? On Friday morning, you're going <laughs> to see it all over the place because yeah. it, it was the way the MLB did it, the way that it was very well done.
1: It was cool. It was cool. How it cool. Was cool.
3: It, Rob Manfred screws up a lot, but the MLB did good on this one. <laughs> he this was on a good one. one. <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah. agree. Um, uh, speaking of summer traditions, LJ, did you hear that the summer tradition for all the JPP listeners is hearing Uncle Tony
1: outside on his back porch? Oh my with god, the- I'm
0: just hearing those crickets. Jeez, the editor <sighs> was is dying be too hot. inside of me.
1: I thought it was, it was like <laughs> almost. It was ninety-eight degrees here today. I thought there's still gonna be crickets out here. Is it not too hot Sorry. for you, Tony? <laughs> oh, I got a big ass fan. Okay. And a, is it and crazy? A Brooklyn. On ice. So oh, good. that's
0: the other sound we're hearing. Great.
1: Okay, cool.
3: <laughs> Is it crazy <laughs> that I've – I don't think I've ever seen the entire Field of Dreams movie. From, oh, like, God. Oh, you got great. See it. Fix you it. You got to see it, Kevin. You see
1: it. Like I, I,
3: get, I know some of the references, and, I, and I'll and i tell you when you I watched the it. opening of that uh, the game tonight where they were walking – when they came onto the field through the court, and it looked super cool, but
0: I was like – I don't really know field dreams that
1: well. fix Today, was, if you're not calling you
0: moonlight Graham so, in the snow of Minnesota, you're uh, not sorry. living.
1: Yeah, no, son. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Burt Lancaster's awesome. <laughs> That's a, just a great movie. It's a great movie. And I'll say, have you seen The Natural all the way through? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay, okay, okay. Good movie, okay. Good movie. Since there's fathers and sons on this on this podcast, man, you got to see those two movies. Yeah, uh, I true. just got to tell you, you got to see them. Sure. Yep. So.
3: All right, let's move on. That was a good winner. I'm glad you brought it up. I meant to before we got on. I thought we needed to mention this, and I it blew my mind. So I'm glad it got on the winners. That, that is for sure a winner, pops. Let's move to losers this week. What well, do you got for me? Honorable
2: mention. I might have to say Skip Bayless, but I mean he's always honorable mention loser for me. Yeah, uh,
1: it's,
3: it's a day that ends in Y. I And well, I guess Monday through Friday because he's off the air on Saturday. Yeah, Sunday, he's Monday through
2: Friday. He's a mention. loser. But my my big loser is Dennis Schroeder, the the Laker guy.
3: That so here's a guy that turns down. Yeah, explain explain this to LJ and tell So Pitt I him think it was just
2: recently, agency. but earlier this year, the Lakers offered this guy a four year, eighty four million dollar contract. Okay, and he sounds decides, good, right? Yeah, I mean that sounds good to me. I'm That's in. Well, he turns it down. I guess he's betting on himself. Betting on himself, what? which that's fine. Well, betting on himself got him a one year, right?
3: Huh? He signed. Okay, yeah, you got, he, I signed, like, he signed a contract
2: for one year for five point nine million. <laughs> With the Boston Celtics, I mean, Ouch. I mean, Ouch. I'm sorry that that that's a big. He's got a big L on his forehead. That's yeah. my man thought.
3: What my man thought was going to happen, pops, was, and I'm going to use this reference. I don't, I think I'm using it right, Tony. Clear me up, but he thought he was about to pull a Rob Johnson, and mm-hmm. the Lakers <laughs> were going to go to the finals. He mm. would be the guy that kind of was the the third leg to him and Anthony to LeBron mm. Anthony Davis, and then all of a sudden the Lakers were out in the first round and then he's posting these terrible things about how the locker room is like the coach didn't play him enough and the Lakers said F off and then he thought I'll have suitors and the rest of the NBA
1: was like eh nah we'll see uh, two two things there I, I sure hope he's not married because he's not going to be for long making decisions like that uh, but um, he uh, but The other thing is he he actually pulled an anti Rob Johnson because Rob Johnson when he got the contract he got he was like uh yeah where sign where sign where I'm ready I'm ready are you sure you ready (laughs) this yeah I'm playing for Jackson I actually have my own pen where do you sign does that work I'll sign in blood blood yeah
0: whatever you
3: need yeah yeah so yeah
1: I feel bad no though pops
3: that's (laughs) a good call good call I feel bad for his agent though because apparently so this was happening. We knew, we knew kind of once the Lakers got eliminated, he like it was widely reported that he turned down like an $84 million contract. And, and everybody knew he probably won't make quite that in the free agency. I don't think we realized he was going to make less than $6 million, but he was then in free agency while, while people were not signing him. Video service, I don't think video service, he posted on his Instagram him doing all these wild ass skateboard tricks where you could definitely get hurt. And I'm thinking, if I'm his agent, I'm like Dennis. Things are already bad. Just let the skateboard down. Do and at least right, put video you in yourself. Let's get a contract and then do all your wild shit. But let's <laughs> let's get a contract first. So, and who knows? Maybe he goes to Boston, plays great, and uh, gets paid. But uh, that's one where betting on yourself just that did not work for for
2: Bro, old D Schroeder. Didn't
1: work so well. Uh, t- Tony, what do you got for loser? Okay. So, my loser is the whole Houston Texans front office. Because, <laughs> oh boy. And the whole thing. I think and I know where you're going. Because, so, first of all, and I, 1A. This isn't I guess,
3: about Bill O'Brien. They, I mean, they already no, lost, on, they, that they new, lost they on, on that one. This is a new one. They found another
1: But they, they're going down the same path. And uh, <laughs> so they released their uh, depth chart uh, this week. And. Four string quarterback is Deshaun Watson. Now, I, I I don't I I don't disagree with it when you're trying to tell the guy we know you don't want to be here, so we don't want you here, so we will put you on four string. But that's really not you, how you sell an asset, you know, it, it, because you're going to say, hey man, this guy is great. We can't play without him. I don't know what we're going to do. This guy, he's on the practice field every day. Man, he is phenomenal. Working his butt off. God. We First to, one in,
3: last one out. We
1: hate to part with him, but we got him at four string. And so <laughs> f- he's four string. They're they they're keeping him out of practice because he's got a quote unquote tendonitis issue. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And and so it's like, come on, guys, how how bad do you need to be? How unprofessional can one organization? What well, did be you hear? hear what happened? This? Did you hear the report today, Tony? No, I heard there was so, a fake report that he got cut. Well, so as of, as of
3: Thursday, the, the, the Texans got a little bit of trouble. They tried to cut media out of all uh, training camp, or at uh, least all their practices, because they didn't want people talking to, Pat, uh, to Deshaun Watson. So <laughs> they tried to cut him out because they said there's a like, – <laughs> I think they gave I – I don't know if – they gave a fake reason. I don't think it was a, a COVID reason, but they gave a reason why no media could show up. And the NFL was like, uh, no – you're going to run your your franchise the same way all 31 other teams run, and the well, media's going to be there, and we'll see what happens. And it's just the Texans, just I, they're not running a, a professional just, organization no. there. I mean, they have to compete with Dallas and Texas, which Dallas doesn't run a professional organization either. But Texans make Dallas look like it's the New England Patriots. It's just
1: another reason that they're losers, and – uh, you know, David Johnson is their third string running back. Mark Ingram <laughs> is their first stringer. I don't know what they're trying to do. I do think Phil plays for him because I just like It's just ridiculous. These guys are a bunch of l- l- losers. I think
3: uh, – and we're not going to get in – if you want to learn more about Deshaun Watson, Google it. You'll learn a lot. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't think football's in his near future. I think Deshaun Watson has other priorities he needs to figure
1: out. I, I would – I would probably place a side bet on that at some point in time, maybe after we do the clap test on the podcast. But I'll <laughs> I'd place a side bet on that. Well, what a fall from um, L- Grace
2: for that guy. Goodness. No, well, yeah. and
3: he'll get he'll get I he yep. will be back. I just think he's
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Anyhow <laughs> you gotta learn <laughs> you you gotta learn what a hand towel's for. You know what I'm saying? Speaking, speaking learn.
3: of d- Speaking to Sean Watson, let's finish off our losers here. Um uh, <laughs> uh, my loser this week is I wrote down I wrote down Schroeder. I'm glad you brought him up. But my loser is um NFL record holders because they're all especially single oh, gone. season ones. Gone. They're all about they're to gone. get shattered. Gone. Yeah. Peace now, out. Now with one, I'm just trying to like well, I told you earlier on the pod, I was like, my, my mind's trying to grapple with, you know, just just getting used to seeing like big guy, bigger guys wearing single digits. With this, I'm still like someone like me and my buddy were talking about the Cowboys and we were like, how many games do you think they win? And so my brain's like, well, 10 and six makes the playoffs. Well, 10 and seven, but just because we added a new game now this year. So this 10 and seven make it, I don't know. I just, it's thrown throwing me eight. all off. And what it's definitely doing is all the single season records are breaking. I look back. So right now only eight guys have ever thrown for 5,000 yards in a season. Only one has done it multiple times. With Drew Brees, he's done it five times because Drew Gross. Brees and yeah, in, in the sites. Uh But that's about to, I, that's going to be the. I don't know if it's the norm, but I bet at least I bet three guys throw for five thousand yards this year,
0: maybe. Uh,
3: and I was looking back at it last year before he got hurt, which he was on a tear, and it wouldn't have probably kept up. But Dak Prescott was on pray, on pace to throw six thousand yards last year. 6,000 yards might actually happen. I, it's just all the records are going to be broken. And it kind of sucks because, like, we're going to look back at the Dan Marino stats in 20 years and it's not going to look as good. And those stats, he was incredible. I, I don't know. I just, I kind of, I don't know how we judge records coming up in 10 years with right. adding games and and not letting defenses play the same way they did.
1: Yeah. You know, that's, we do have a, you know, we do have a precedent for that. And that's the NFL went from 14 to 16 games. Yeah, true. And when did that happen? Do you know uh, around about the 80s. 80s. O.J. Okay. So okay. Simpson was a 14-game guy, wasn't yeah. he? Right. Correct. Was. He yeah. was. Yeah. And and so uh, Eric Dickerson was a 16-game guy. So I, it's, it's going to be interesting to see. <laughs> it, I, I don't know that the extra game uh, happens, be, and here's why I say that. Other than quarterbacks, Kevin, I think you're spot on that the 5,000-yard mark is probably going to be crushed this year. And we'll probably continue to be crushed unless the NFL changes some rule sets because it's becoming a passing league. We're, it's more and more like the CFL. But uh, the way that position players are, are, are handled, 17 games is probably not going to make a difference. If you've got a team that has qualified for the playoffs in Week 16, they're not playing Week 17. And most players now are not playing a full season. They're going to have a one or two game issue during the season where they've got a, an ankle sprain or a strain or because they, every, the players are bigger and faster and we're seeing more injuries. And so I, I'll be interested to see from a for, – for like the, the rushing yards, I don't think it's – I it, it's in danger if Derrick Henry stays healthy. But other than that yeah, – but I, there's
3: going to be another Derrick Henry. I mean, there's going to be, be another. But else. I,
1: I just don't see where uh, – someone playing a full 17-game season, I, I think we're I, – I, First time out, let's see what happens. I think there there's might gonna be some, be some guys, management. you know, in Major League Baseball, a lot of guys get Sundays off. You know, your mainline players probably don't play on Sunday unless your name's Cal Ripken Jr. I don't you know, see, so, though, do
3: you for are you saying, and I, I think LJ kind of threw this out there just now, but do you see the NFL at some point going to like the NBA thing where
1: load management we do
3: a load management thing?
1: I it's possible Maybe. because and this is certainly. It's certainly a possibility because when any team is playing, Like do you
3: think the Cowboys go Zeke week seven. We're playing, I'm trying to think of a bad team. We're oh, playing somewhat like Houston, Houston Texas, a, Texans. one and six. Yeah, yeah. yeah the Houston, Texans. and we
1: just sit Zeke just like a healthy yeah. scratch. We say it's yeah. tendonitis, like Deshaun Watson. Yeah, when you've got a guy like Tony Pollard behind him, and you're that kind of uh, yeah, maybe first one. There's, there's eight to ten play. There's eight to ten teams that have elite players at position and have a more than more than capable backup. That we'll see some of that. I don't know that we'll see it at the quarterback position, but I think we'll see it in the in in the um, uh, skill position. Well, I
0: oh? just over the last twenty years, the idea of running back by committee has become the way that you play running back. There's not almost yeah. commonplace. Yeah, yeah, there's not that many guys that do like a, a every down back sort of situation. So I think that's going to just be a little bit more commonplace. Is even the Zeeks have a have a backup that comes in more often.
3: Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe so. And I think this is like my I'm, I'm I've, I've now opened the door and taken a step into I'm, I'm getting older because I'm worried about the records. <laughs> like I'm worried. How are about, these like, kids going to know past. how good Dan
0: Marino was? <laughs>
3: Well, I, I just – I'm looking at driven. it and just think we're just going to break all the records and 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 records are fun and I like breaking them, but I, I don't know. I, I I like 17 games So we That's what we did and, and we're going to – Hell, we're going to be playing 22 games here in a little bit and I like football, so more football is good, whatever. So, let's just keep doing it, I guess. All right. I think we're about wrapped up. Do we have – I don't think, you know, for the listeners out there, they usually wait for this, Pops. They wait to hear – a bougie problem, and life's well, just been good for Lyft lately. Do you Do you have anything you can give us? I mean, I, I, I really don't.
2: I mean, life's been good to me so far. So you know, um, <laughs> all right, all right. Love to hear. It. Love it's, to it's hear. It's all
1: been good lately. Yeah. Hey, I I got asked a question. So, um, we a, got answers. Yeah, well, less debatable. A, we uh, sometime answers. listener of the pod, they asked me, "What What is a bougie problem?"
3: Yeah, it pops. Can you explain what well, a bougie what's a problem
1: bougie is?
2: Problem? Well, a bougie problem would be, it'd be like a first world problem or a champagne problem. I mean, it's it's only a problem. It's not really
3: a problem it, is what it, it
2: is. Yeah, it's only a problem because you're used to the nicer things,
1: right? I mean, okay. it's like, like- yeah. So it's short um, for bourgeois, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: It's it's not a problem the proletariat faces. It's a problem the bourgeois the, faces. It's a bourgeois yeah. faces.
1: There okay. Well, there that's the way go. I explained it. I just wanted to make sure because I got that question. What is a bougie problem? <laughs> I, I don't understand cause the. The question then turned out to what is a booty booty problem? No, <laughs> no, no, that's a, a whole different problem. thing. Yeah, we may or may different. not have those. We're
0: not bringing them up on the podcast. Exactly I think, so. <laughs> what I said.
1: It's exactly what
2: I said. So that's what that speed walker head was a booty problem. <laughs> He's a booty problem.
1: <laughs> um, I you no had to bring com- it up. <laughs> I had it out of my mind. Now it's I won't be able to look at a sponge. Yeah, every time ever you again. see one of those
0: big sponges, you wash your car with. That's the <laughs> other oh,
1: okay. Now that we've gone a little
3: further in the pod, I, I can bring this up too. Oh, if no. you look at a picture of that sponge, you was using.
0: Oh, jeez. All right, let's end there's this. No, no, nope, nope, there, there's, a, nope, lot nope, there's nope, a lot of red. Nope,
4: there's nope. a oh, lot of red oh, on that sponge. Nope, a lot of red on there. Oh, oh
3: no! Oh, no. Oh. Um <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. do we have do i know a couple of the people uh for you it depends how you uh, decide a couple for you and a handful but there's going to be a couple of us listening to uh avid brothers this weekend yes sir um do we want to do a, what we're listening to do you have some. something yeah you would
0: do? i got one all right well, what, what do we got l um so what i've been listening to lately is uh i've been listening to nfl running back arian foster who raps under the name bobby fino He's pretty fantastic. Yes, sir. Um, uh, also, also, just an interesting... He's wow. a cool guy. I've,
3: yeah. I've heard him on... I think he has his own podcast. I've heard him on a couple of things. He's a cool guy.
0: Listen to Bobby Fino. If you like J. Cole by any stretch listener, um, check out Bobby right. Fino. And then I've also been listening to someone who should have been a first ballot Hall, hall of Famer if the Broncos coaching staff wasn't so dumb. And uh, Marquette King has been putting out albums. So <laughs> I've been Boy, rocking that. No, no, that's why? a fact. He was
3: he should have been there. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why you know, I get that maybe you don't want your punter and this is I don't know how we got to hear we were talking about punters and what we're listening to, but why is he not still in the NFL? He was I get that he's like a little extra for a punter, but he was a damn when good. Well, I can punter. tell you, so
0: there I can tell you the whole story. So uh so Let me hear it. John Gruden, who, by the way, uh both hired great Fantastic coach. Hired right? and fired Janikowski. So could you imagine seeing his face before you go to bed every night as the person who gave you a career and ended your career? But uh <laughs> but so he got tired of the three career penalties that Marquette King had. And so he cut him from the team. The Broncos picked him up because he's a great punter. The special teams coach for the Broncos decided that his self-taught style was not good enough. The self-taught style that got him, you know, number four in all-time uh punt uh, net averages, um, was not good enough. So he decided to teach them, teach him how to punt properly. And then he, uh, strained himself and, uh, ended up setting records in the XFL and the AFL and is now writing music. Um, so I think if the Broncos head coaching staff wasn't so dumb back when they got Marquette King, then, uh, we might be looking at hall of fame punter. So that's all I think. Hmm.
3: Well, I, I want to go to Dad's. Uh, what we're listening to, but just for the people, why? Why, why have you s- mentioning the Broncos? There's a lot of scuttlebutt out there about who's the starting quarterback: Drew Lock, Teddy Bridgewater. Are we still Drew Lock all, all the, the way? way?
0: Okay, I just Long. want to
3: make sure JPP knew who we were rooting
0: for. Okay, Tony shook his we're head. Tony he shook his head, but Drew Lock's the answer.
3: That, and that's all we need to know. <laughs> Pops, what do you got? What have you been listening to or what are you going to be listening to? Well,
2: I I, I mean, Avid Brothers, obviously, but that's not who I mean. And I have been listening to them some, but uh, I've chosen them before. This is a guy that I heard about a month or so ago, uh, a song called No Sad Songs. And then I was having to talk to our buddy, old Keefis, Keefis, uh, the other night. And he said, you need to listen to this guy, Nico Moon. Well- Nico Moon is the guy that did No Sad Songs, and I heard him just on on a XM Radio. Well, he's got several at him. He's kind of a country with a little bit of a rap influence, you know, really good beat. Good
3: Time good is good, kind of my good jam. Good Time
2: is good, Drunk Over You, Way Back. Um, I mean, Moon. I really like the guy. Um, I really do. So, Nico Moon. Now, there, there are two Nico Moons. This is the Nico with a K. N I K O. <laughs> oh, I didn't moon. realize there
3: was two, so you could accidentally stumble across the wrong Nico. Yeah, there's, like,
2: in, there's the what C-Moon. The hell? What's this, this is the K moon. The,
0: the C moon yeah.
2: is is uh is different. I mean he may be very good too, but, but not who um, we're talking about. But yeah, Nico he's moon, a different okay. different cat. So uh right. Nico Moon. That's who no I'm listening cat to cat. right now.
1: All
3: right. And the Avid brothers. Uh I like the Nico Moon one. He, he, it's, if you're like a big, if you're thinking you're getting into country by listening to Moon, you're not getting like classic country. So just go ahead and either don't listen or just be ready for something else. But it's a good vibe. It's a it's good, good vibe. vibe. I like it. I like it. Tony, what you got? Well, I, I have, know
1: in a group text that you had something maybe. So yeah, I am listening to Prince. Welcome yes, to sir. America. Yes, sir. And and,
3: and um, I, I just by gathering from what I read in the group text messages,
1: it's um not bad. It is not bad, and so I understand why he didn't release it at the time it was made, which is back in twenty ten. It's a really it's a slow groove, man. It's it's a little bit. Uh, the more and more I listen to it, it, it does have some emancipation to it. If you're a Ooh. Prince fan, you'll Ooh. know that that mm, the CD good. set, okay, um, it's got a little bit of emancipation to it, but it really is as close to old school funk as I've heard. I mean, old R and B funk that I've heard Prince do. It's, it's got some, it, it, there's, there's a really strong line in it. Um, the, the side B has some different songs to it, but there's no really out there. Like what was, he just put this on there to make a statement. Uh, but, uh, it's all good listing stuff. And, um, and the lyrics, when you start listening to the lyrics, it, it literally is as if he had written it, um, this year, uh, for all the, the things he's talking about with, uh, racial tensions and and class struggle and all that kind of stuff, you know, Prince normally writes about. But uh, uh, it, it's I'm t- it's pretty good to me, and I I I think it's a uh, hot summer is a cool little thing. But welcome to America, man. You just sit back, sip you, sip you a drink, and go, yeah,
0: uh, this is all right. That's the next album on my my list right now. You, I mean, yeah, at it's, it's yeah
1: next up. It's pretty good. It's pretty good.
0: That sounds ideal. I I I've been just
3: Avid Brothers trying to get prepared for this concert, and and I'm I'm so far, I haven't found a song that I you can skip. I mean, I I, I was like I'm gonna just go through all songs and just see if like see what we got in every single one. Yeah. they're just a solid band. Yeah. So
1: stuff. let me know where y'all where y'all going to see Avid Brothers. The amp in Rogers in Rogers. Yeah, Arkansas
2: yeah. Music Pavilion. Mm. Mm. Heading up tomorrow. Friday the thirteenth, baby. Well, let's go. There you go.
3: Um, I am wrapping up a uh, so the the White Lotus. I, I think we mentioned this one yeah. day. On the pod. It's my I have one. Uh, there's one five, season finale is on Sunday, so I'll yep. have my show ends. I don't know what I'm going to watch. I need to figure out a show. So I don't. I, maybe come next week. I have one. Unless y'all have a suggestion, but I, I'm kind I of open. I need one too.
1: I'm, I need one too. We just wrapped up. I just wrapped up Love Sick on Netflix. Uh, that was pretty good. Um, we've, uh, but I, yeah, I'm waiting for this final White Lotus. And they just announced a season two of White Lotus, but all new characters. But Mike, okay, White, I was about to
3: say, how are they going to? Yeah, gonna do that? it's okay. all new
1: characters, but Mike White's going to uh, write, direct, and produce it. So same guy there. So that that'll be I- good.
3: I can understand the people who aren't a fan of White Lotus, but I love it. I think it's hilarious. I mean I Oh
1: man, I love it. it. Um, I love it. It's not bougie a bougie problems, man. It's not a, a show, problems. Kevin, but I
0: might I suggest Field of Dreams and uh <laughs> and what was the other Oh uh, Big Lebowski.
1: <laughs> well Big, Big Lebowski's Lebowski, on my yeah. list. It might be Big on Lebowski. my list
3: um coming up here in about fifteen minutes. <laughs> so we'll see.
1: There you go. <laughs> There you go. You All might right. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I, you might try McCartney one two three. Oh, I, gotta I have done that a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yes. But dude, that is that is really fun to listen. That to. That
3: will do it for another. I think great edition. Our pictures are the ones that matter. I think another great edition of the Just Press Play podcast. We will see you back in two weeks on the first, where we're going to talk some NFL football. Are Woo! we? Are we gonna? Talk some Big Lebowski, well, Can we, we talk
0: t- some Big Lebowski? Can we do that? Can we do that? Are we I'm just in. putting
3: that down? Are we? Are we writing that pen and paper or Big oh, Lebowski? I want to write that, yeah, in pen. Can we write that in pen?
0: Does everybody agree?
3: Yeah. First, all right. Counting. I circled it too. All right. Big Counting. Lebowski and NFL. Does it get better? Dude, no, they go it
1: together. For you. It doesn't, that. It doesn't <laughs> <Yeah>. get better.
3: <laughs> That'll wrap us up. Make sure you check us out on Facebook or Twitter or any social media. Just it's like, type in. Just press play and hit the follow button And then wherever you get your podcast, If you're not already subscribed to us Make sure you're subscribed Whether it's Spotify, Apple, wherever you're at We're there And while you're hitting that subscribe button Go ahead and hit a rate and review Just let us know what you think It really helps Alright guys I will catch you Some of you at a concert in Tony In a couple weeks Peace Peace, Peace. Peace. The day is here already
0: gotta, I can go
1: Should we play what you're drinking? Okay. With what you drinking? I mean, I guess I would be sipping on
0: what I guess one would refer to as basically a dirty martini, right? It's vodka, and olives, and olive juice. That's it. On the rocks. On the rocks. There you got your ratio. What's your uh, olive juice to vodka ratio? Not
2: enough. No, no. I mean, it's got to be 20 to 1 or something.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, that's what I'm talking about. It's there. It. No, no, no. Not your, not your fuel mix for your boat. <laughs> <team>. <laughs> I mean, it's I was telling one. you a lot of vodka like, uh, and then a little there were
2: like two little boops. Maybe a third because I needed a little more. Oh, what was that? <laughs> right? Just do it. Mm-hmm. The it was kind of poor <laughs> and then it was black blue. Yeah, so it's kind cool, of so. yeah.
1: <laughs> any remove. Or just straight. Uh, I mean, I gave you all G- these time. Let's see. Yeah, I was gonna look. Yeah. What do you do? I am, I am drinking a brooklyn? Which is a French, a pair of teeth. made with uh, uh, French well. and bitter now herbs. Now you can't get a Mary pecan in the U.S., so if you mix Saint Elizabeth allspice dram and Cointreau, you get the same thing. So, okay. so I'm drinking a Brooklyn, and I really like it. It's it's, it's the first drink I found that mixes dry vermouth with uh, dry whiskey. It's I really good. that a shot. That sounds pretty good. It's it's really good. Marcin coming. Hello, Marcin. to in it. well. It's it's, it's really tasty got to do, uh,
3: So I think I don't know, maybe it was us three drinking. There was a time where I had a, it. was around it, just the same time I was watching Admin, and then I got an old fashioned. and I was like, ooh, I kind of like It yeah, true, true. was in true. Chicago. True. We made old fashioned at your house in yeah, Chicago. Yeah. yeah, I got, I got, it. It. I got a prestige role there. Yeah, uh, and solid, but, you
0: know, an old fashioned is a solid, you know, a solid drink I've kind of uh, stumbled across. I think I like I just had a time a Moscow meal oh, yeah. is not a good time of year for a Moscow meal. Yeah, you can get the right gym. Yeah,
3: is, sure. is that a good summer? Is that a good summer time? Yeah, I've been out there mowing the
0: grass. Uh, really I like to change your flavor, too. I just like yeah. it. I uh, like it. Yeah. It makes or breaks. Then. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's true. Matter, that's true. And so with the old fashioned, is that
3: more of a, a winter drink? Is that a good style? Because yeah. whiskey has a way of kind of warming you up a little
0: bit. I had it two weeks ago, and it was hot AF, and it was still really good. <laughs> it's still yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was good. Yeah.
4: Having whiskey in a flask
0: is always a key way to survive the winter in Chicago. You're not
4: either. You just need a flask. I,
1: I thought it was my lord. I still don't know
4: what i the well, Lord's gonna save your
1: life. Um, uh, if uh, you're yeah. in a dire situation have uh, a of one <laughs> one another, <laughs> it in one way or another. I have no situation with that <laughs> <anyway. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the Just to give you a little I'm gonna give you a little hint here. It, it oh, let me are, if, down. if you like old fashions, you probably ought to try a I manhappy. And the reason I say it, it's it's easier it's easier to fix. It's easier to yes, right. because it's bourbon and, and sweet for both. You a cherry. So you know yeah. it's it's well. Sure going going a yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's a chirpy. It's a chirpy. It's Angus Sturve Beaters, yeah. It is mighty tasty, I'll tell you what. Now, I'll all right, be, I'll put Angus Sturve on pretty much anything, though. That's yeah. that awesome. Good beaters. I'll put it my Bloody Mary. Hell yeah.
3: That's another drink I'm a big fan of, like, a Bloody Mary to kind of, if you're doing like a, a tailgate or something, like, to start yeah, when you're gonna be day drinking, I mean, a Bloody Marys is great way to start Awesome, yeah, you, you, can know, do, you, know, you can order too many Bloody Marys though. Like, that. sometimes you, it's like a, it's like a Bloody Mary can be like bowling. You know, that first game's awesome, but that second one, the <laughs> second <laughs> one you should
1: have a Yeah, maybe so. Yeah, get, get, get a little sour each time it Maybe I should have switched the beer. That was a little too much to me. I, I spice like a like little spice. I, I like a little spice. Little I like a little spice. I mean, not over the top. I want to like mostly be Tabasco. Let's go, like let's go, go and see. Yeah, yeah little look, look, look 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 test. Look. I'll make a piece of Bloody Mary. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty good. Right, right in the middle, right in the sweet right is, is there, is there? What's the?
3: Uh, you know, no free ads. If they want to sponsor, like sponsors, they can sponsors. But Zing Zang, is that, is that the go-to?
1: Zing Zang, Zang for seems me. to be. Uh, I have found now that the secret ingredient to a good Bloody Mary is pickle juice. Yeah, I hate pickles, but it, it makes the Bloody Mary better for sure. Yeah pickle juice and Lee and parents. Now, will y'all do the thing? Sometimes restaurants will throw like they put, I I know like the olives in the bottom, but they'll put like a a piece of bacon in there too. Yeah, I think that's, that's okay. That's a neat little surprise, whatever. It's, a, too little much. it's a neat little surprise. I like that. So we got a piece of pork with your Bloody Mary today, sir. <laughs> yeah. I hope that's well, okay. pork's always a yeah, yeah, nice.
3: It's just a restaurant's way of like trying yeah. to trying to make it look like that Bloody Mary was really worth a little bit. Let's say you go, yeah, that's that's you go from food. a four
1: dollar Bloody Mary to a fifteen dollar bloody Mary. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I'll say much like anything else in the world, that's where Bloody Marys have gone wrong. You know, you had a nice solid Bloody Mary, it's it's tomato juice and vodka and some stuff, right? But it's just yeah. there to drink and now you got it. People putting hamburgers in it, you got yeah. French fries, yes. you got yeah. four yeah. pieces of <laughs> maple bacon, I mean, chicken, nuggets. Nuggets. Yeah, chills with the bloody Marys, guys. Just like <laughs> anything else in America, over excess, you know? Let's just <laughs> stick to the Bloody Mary, shall we?